Hello, everyone, and welcome to Opinionated. Today, we are beginning our Fast and the Furious series, where we are committed to watching all of the Fast and the Furious films, starting with the beginning. A very good place to start. Uh, a couple notes before we get started. We've actually launched a polling feature on our website where you can go to all of the episodes and vote for whoever you think was most accurate in their review of the film. Uh, so for Shaolin Soccer or Captain America Civil War, there is a poll at the bottom of the page where you can say, oh, well, I think that Chris had the most accurate opinion on Shaolin Soccer, which I, I, I would agree with you. I think he did have a very good backing of that film. Uh, but you could also go to the Captain America Civil War First Impressions review that we did and just tell us which team you were for. Were you for Team Cap or were you for Team Iron Man? Uh, I think that Iron Man is clearly the superior choice, but it's America. The people should decide. So you should go to the website and check that out. For those of you who don't know, you can find us at www.opinionatedpodcast.com. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. more interesting to me <laughs> what is that like like you're wearing like you're drag queen and you're racing yeah it's, like, a, it's it about like, it's about foot, foot is racing it still right? street racing or is it like it's, it's a movie about kevin bacon oh i was told this was street <laughs> racing i thought they were in drag makeup completely naked doing foot foot races oh okay yeah right that makes sense yeah i, I think i'd heard about that yeah Vin Diesel won an Oscar for it, big or at least, fan. you know. Big fan. Mm -hmm. uh, exactly. I, think, I think the proper term for that would have been a Razzie, not an uh, Oscar. <laughs> I mean, they're the, basically the same thing to me. I yeah, don't they are. Care the either. Same <laughs> they mean almost the same Why are they things. called Razzies? Like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a raspberry. It's a raspberry, child. which is the thing where you go. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. But, like, and as they a child, the Razzies, that yeah. was, like, kind of, like, the fun way to get tickled. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that really such a bad thing? It's not like, uh, uh, it is like a sexual one, guys. Don't it's make just, it. It's just blowing on a child's belly to make it make noises. Don't make this weird, guys. Yeah, guys. You know what? You know what? Let's get someone with a little more. Said the guy in his mid-twenties without kids. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, unless you are far younger than I thought or far older, I'm pretty sure that's all of us. That's by true, the way, but you're the yeah. one that, that's By the way, who are you, strange bearded voice? Uh, I am Binge. Is it time to do the intros already? Man, I damn it. We are doing the intros. <laughs> we are doing the intros. Dang. I'm going to seem like such an ass. 
ass in my intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, my name is Binge. I am an action movie aficionado, and I'm actually the person who is providing the Fast and Furious movies for us to watch this evening. So and I have you to blame is what you're telling yes, me. Yes, you do. I am going to enjoy the pain that this movie and this series will cause you. <laughs> this is I like this one. It's fun. It's not anything like amazing as far as movie making goes, but it is definitely just a fun movie to watch whenever you're looking to watch like just any silly movie that has no relevance to anything whatsoever. But I really enjoy this series. All right. Well, uh, we have another voice on the podcast. Uh, who is that other non-bearded voice? I'm Josh. Uh, I am a torturing Rick aficionado. I know all the movies he hates. <laughs> he, you are very much pulling for a Michael Bay series as well. So, oh, it's um, going to be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know that I'm friends with you anymore. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure if he's talking to just Josh. Uh, I think he's talking to all three of us. Pretty much. <laughs> Rick, wait till you've seen the movie. You can make your own judgments then, but don't put the cart before the horse. You need to see the movie. Don't judge a book by its several review, thousand reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. You don't have enough badges to train me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. Awkward Why don't, uh, oh, are, are you doing stuff with the sound <laughs> no, thingy or does it matter or? I don't know if it matters. Oh, well, matters. okay. Well, um, Chris, do you have anything you want to say before we get started? I mean, we've introduced ourselves. I, oh, we do need to talk about our pre prior experience with the movie, I suppose. Oh, yes. I have seen Furious 7. And like every other man who saw Furious 7 is finally okay with admitting that I cried in a movie. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Rip in peace. And, uh, yeah, like it's, I don't know. I really didn't have any interest in this franchise at all until I saw that one. And I actually thought it was pretty good. So I'm kind of interested to see what all the hullabaloo is about for those who are Hardcore fans of everything Fast, Furious, and the two Furious, the Fast Five, Ian's. You got the right words in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just keep going, or you could stop, and just everybody. I think everybody understands. One thing you'll learn watching through the Fast and Furious movies: it doesn't matter which order you put any of those words in, you're probably going to name one of the titles. Mm, it's, true. it's true. It's true. What are they going to call the next one? Because they've used like every and, combination uh, of words I think possible. Going, I think they're going to be really ridiculous with this like, next one. Ooh, it's going to be F eight, please. Um, and it's going to be called seven, and just be a retelling. No, be FF eight. Yeah, it would have to be FF eight. But I think they're going to. What I have heard is that they're going to try to go with F eight, and so the new movie is going to be called Fate. Oh, bum bum bum. Oh, oh, yeah. God. I don't know if you heard it, but like seriously, my stomach just turned. I oh, am. I man. am. I, I guess I should. I, I should explain my history with this movie. I, I don't really have one. Um, from the first time I saw the Fast and the Furious uh, preview in the theater, I said, "That is not for me. I want nothing to do with this ever." To be and fair, how none, old you have been? That would have been two thousand one. Two thousand one. So you're like thirty been, then, right? Something like that. <laughs> no, earlier I, than that. I would have been. 30. I would have been about thirteen, thirteen, <laughs> uh, twelve or thirteen, depending. Now, um, if I was to go back and ask myself what my opinions were about things, and I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a little embarrassed. Maybe you're about to be mm. really embarrassed. How did you feel about Pokemon at the time? Pokemon was and is pretty great. That's what I thought. So uh, it's okay to keep opinions that you had as a child if you were freaking right. So we'll see. I may be wrong, but you none of the wrong. previews we'll that wrong. I saw uh, as as the series progressed 
impressed me in any way that I, this would be something that I would want to experience. Um, from the time that I saw the Tokyo Drift thing, I was like, well, I guess the next <laughs> one's going to be a straight-to-DVD movie. And I was wrong. And I Very have, wrong. I have rude that day. I, I, I <laughs> wish that I could. That. I wish that I could uh, go back into a different universe where that's what happened, and that this series crashed and burned and never uh, continued. But that is not the world that's, that I that's, live that's in. Poor wording. Good, We're gonna be good choice of words there. Crashed oh, and burned. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I thought I was thinking more. Anyway. Terrible taste. Rip. Hey, Rip yeah, I, Paul I was not <laughs> thinking about Paul Walker when I said that. I was trying to make a car pun. I apologize to the car, the Paul Walker fans, he and I don't. A great man. Well, I don't want to make. <laughs> like, monster. I don't want to make light of anyone's death. That that was a that was not anything that should have happened. It was very sad and very tragic. He actually like had a ton of charities. Yeah. No. He everything name. everything mm-hmm. that I've ever heard it was that he was a fantastic person and a great a great guy and really. Yeah contributed to society as much as he could so yeah. i i do not want to make light of his situation that was not my intent i apologize yeah one of my friends put it well when it happened he was like man that sucks i mean terrible actor but great person <laughs> yeah like, exactly yeah, like that's person. that's exactly what i've heard <laughs> i, I so. had the same exact feeling to when it came to that as well he's yeah. a great guy but as far as acting goes he was probably lacking in the uh, ability on that one but uh, I guess we'll find out that's that out soon once we watch the movie. Um, Josh, why don't you tell us about your previous experience with the series? I've seen all of them in the series except six, I think. Okay. Um, oh, it's to be good. It, it is good. I just was doing other things at the time. I don't know. I've seen I've seen all of them. Um, all of them are enjoyable. I won't claim that they're all good movies, but they're all fun to watch at least. Um, and a lot of the added enjoyment to it is being able to sit around and make jokes at the parts that are just goofy. Uh, you know, it, I enjoy playing mystery science theater with friends when I watch <laughs> movies. And especially with the early ones in this series, it's very easy to do. You're able to point out, okay, there's the plot holes, there's the awkward scene shifts or the dialogue that really doesn't make sense. And you're able to poke fun at it at it and have a lot of fun watching the movie. And I really like that later on in the series, they turn into just fun action flicks, uh, which I also enjoy, but I I enjoy the series as a whole for different reasons as the movies go on. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Um, I really do kind of wish that we had Jacob Wittenberg here and I'm sure he's one day going to listen to this podcast and be very, very angry at us that we didn't have him on, on for this. Shout out um, to Jacob. But I do feel like he, he would be in a very different boy. camp he where he, <laughs> where he 100% genuinely loves these movies as though they were his children. Binge, why don't you, uh, you fill us in on, on your history? Uh, I have seen all of the movies relatively recently, uh, except for F7, Fast and Furious 7. I have still yet to see that. I did not really? make. Yeah, I did not make it out hmm. in theaters to go see it. I almost watched the final movie this past weekend, but uh, my I enjoyed all the movies. Uh, the first ones I enjoyed more than I uh, than I do now. And what I enjoy about them now is just a nostalgic kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, but they're still really funny as far as this is bad and (laughs) I enjoy them. I think they're really good. And it really, they really start to pick up sort of, uh, in the fourth one as starting to become better action movies. Whereas the first three are more just straight up car movies. Cool. Cool. 
I'm All right, okay guys. Straight up car movies. I, yeah, car, unless it's Cars. Exactly. Not a big fan yeah. of the movie Cars. I, no, I prefer the, I prefer yeah. my car movies to be post-apocalyptic and called Mad Max. But that's a personal oh, oh, choice. Definitely. But or we, we just watch Mad Max. Or Herbie. Yes, yes please. Oh, please. <laughs> no, please. we can't. We've already committed to watching Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick, but uh, I'm gonna have to put my foot down on that I one. I just want to watch Fury Road. Can we do that? What if? <laughs> sorry, we're they doing had this a crossover <laughs> film called. The Max and the Furious. So Fast bad. and Fury Road. It, yes! would, <laughs> it would be so bad. That would be the worst. would have a contract where they can't get lose a fight ever for any reason. Fast to the future. And only Max would get beat up through the entire movie, which I guess would actually fit the theme of his series. No, Vin still. Diesel would become Max. That's how this yeah. would work. That'd be awful. It no. would. No, please no. It would be awesome. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that I don't <laughs> think that he would be a good Mad Max. I'm just saying that I don't think that the character that I'm aware, from what I'm aware of in these movies, would fit well into Dominic the Toretto. themes of that movie. But that's a personal opinion, and I could be wrong because I haven't seen these movies. Well, so why don't we fix that? In it, so. yeah. There's more similarities than you're giving it credit for. There's there are cars. There's some sand. Both of them. Mm-hmm. There's some sand in both of them. Really? There's guns. There's sand in this one. Yeah. They're they're Where? both movies. Why don't we uh, uh, why don't we go ahead and, why don't we ha- go ahead and uh, strong female characters get this mm-hmm. show like, on the road? Strong male please? characters. Can we start, please? <laughs> I I don't want to beg oh. anymore, but I want to go ahead and get this pain. Wait, really? You really? Wheelies in both. Rick, uh, are you saying that you really, really want to watch this movie? Oh, man. Are, uh, he cannot. He, he's practically shaking to get the DVD in the player. You <laughs> song you are listening to right now is lost in music city by camber singer songwriter and central florida native camber is a natural storyteller a classically trained pianist and composer camber has been writing since she was 14 following camber's graduation from a music program and relocation to nashville her band was formed a fusion of old and new friends. Although Camber's writing style is influenced by intelligent pop artists such as Imogen Heap, Tori Amos, and Sia, she also draws upon a love for rock acts ranging from Nirvana to Under Oath. Camber's ambitious debut EP was released in November 2014. Camber is currently in the studio working on some new music 
and is about to embark on a summer solo tour to support the Hurry Up EP. Go ahead and give Camber a listen. Her artist name is spelled K-A-M-B-E-R. You can find her on Facebook at facebook.com slash Camber Music, or you can check out her website at www.cambermusic.com. Skeptical though. No, this movie was awful. Rick, <laughs> was good. Rick, your taste in movies, as we have been able to clearly point out, is terrible. So Look, everything I'm, you have to say. I'm about not gonna this. say like I can't understand why someone would enjoy this movie. Like if you're a car dude, I guess this probably gives you a big old boner. But this is just some boring, boring, boring crap to me. Not a car dude. I'm not a car totally dude. Totally into it. But <laughs> I am not a car dude. But that is not why I enjoy this movie. Uh, okay, th- I think the reason that I didn't enjoy this movie the most like the thing that that like most influenced my opinion of this is that like I know people that are exactly like everyone in this movie that think that they're super hardcore and super badass and they are exactly am the same super way badass and this is probably what they fantasize that they really are but all I can think about are are these losers in my life that look like this and make those same like facial expressions and act like this and it's just I mean, I mean, it's just I, I can't take this movie seriously. And that's the thing. Like, you're not this supposed movie, to. Oh, yes, I am. I am supposed to take this movie super seriously. No, no that's this that movie's whole, not about the cars. It's about it's familia. about Paul Walker <laughs> learning who his real family is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I, I don't like this movie, because it's not embracing what it is. I feel like by the time it gets to seven or six, maybe I will be able to like it. But at this point, like this movie clearly thinks it's way, way more serious than it really is. In the beginning, I would have agreed with you. Oh, in the beginning, yeah, I, I will super hokey. All every single mm-hmm. one of my notes is simply moments in the beginning that I thought were so hilariously just like forced that I, that's all I wrote down was quotes I mean, that were actually said by people. That's the same thing I did. I mean, like without the quotes part, but no, it's just the entire movie was. Well, that no, no, I, and, and I'll agree because I think I think it is super hokey, which I said at the beginning. I like this because you can you know take that mystery science theater where you just mm-hmm. kind of razzing on the movie the whole way. But 
I think that it takes a shift after the race wars scene happens and after they leave that they're where they're leaving and then it becomes much more about the relationships between the people as opposed to the car stuff where where at the beginning they've got a lot of very specific car jargon that obviously the gearheads are supposed to go nuts over like oh wow listen to them talk about all this stuff that means a lot to me because I'm into cars but afterwards it feels like more of the action movie that it, I feel like it kind of leads into some of the other into the later movies in the here we are focusing on the interpersonal relationships and I will the say conflicts the, between Paul Walker's role as a policeman and his new friends and etc. Yeah, I know those, those are the terrible parts. The action scenes are fine. Like those, they're perfectly serviceable. And I like that they're these are an old older school type of thing where it's not like a CGI car doing these things. It's clear that those are are, are real cars doing real stunts. And I like that. I like that a I, lot. I actually had a note about that in the first like drag race. Yeah, like, that is the first time, <laughs> and I know that yeah. it's a little hokey because this. Hold on, the CG is pretty dated, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh it's yeah, pretty this obvious. movie in are, itself. Are you talking about the scene yeah. where uh, we go into the engine and we see all the inner workings and all that? I actually felt like that was really effective. Yeah, I like, right, right, yeah. Right. yeah, I like that. I like the trippy, like, oh, I used the nitrogen, so now I'm going warp speed thing. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I didn't really like that. what yeah. it felt like, mm-hmm. but it really kind of worked, and they obviously had the technology at that time to do more stuff like that if they wanted to, and they chose not to, maybe because at the time the price of CG may have been more inflated then, so that was actually a really expensive process potentially, but I think that it's actually more timeless like because of that. And mm-hmm. actually the CG is used in such a way that it actually serves the direction. And I, I just think that's really interesting compared to what we keep what we sort of uh, uh, complain about in most movies today where yeah. it's like everything is CG, so the practical stuff stands out. And in this instance, it's kind of the opposite because the CG stands out because it's dated, but the CG also still works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the thing that it happens there isn't supposed to necessarily be taken, um, supposed to be exactly a representation of reality, in my mind at least. Like, it is, but at the same time, like, it's it's only there to just be this, like, look how cool the inside of this car is. And you couldn't do that practically. It, it's It's supposed to be in a sense, an unrealistic moment um, to see the camera go through the inner workings of the car that way. And I think, I think you're right. I think that moment definitely does serve what the movie is attempting to do. Like, I, I, have, wow. no, I have no problems. Wow, opinion. I have, I have no problems with the action scenes. Like, the action scenes work perfectly fine. They're, they're really good for the most part. I don't like the final chase that much. Oh, I um, love it. I don't what like all of it for, for, for certain reasons. Like, I don't like the, the tension that's the going final, on. Okay, okay, final chase. Final chase between... The trucker and um, okay, the oh, trucker, okay. yeah. trying to rescue their friend. Yeah, yeah. And okay. the only yeah. parts that I don't, I really don't care for about that are um, the the way that he's hung on that that on it by his arm. It just doesn't click for me. It looks to me like he should just be able to like unwind his arm very easily. But you know, that's mm, I mean, not, that, if, he, not, not if he's hanging from his arm, which is what is supposed to be. Yeah, what I'm is just isn't saying being it, it didn't yeah. it didn't click for me. And then I didn't understand what Dominic was trying to do by reach out and grab I him. Like I don't. He may have legitimately just been. I read it that he was 
legitimately super confused and super afraid. And people do really react really irrationally when both of those things are happening well, at once. Well, I mean, he's literally been yeah. flipped around. Yes, and in he's a literally movie, being dragged a, beside a truck. Well, in a movie that's well, not to that the, guy. I'm talking about Dominic, who's in the car reaching out to him. No, if, no, if, if you, you look, if you compare it to the beginning of the movie, yeah. it's almost like his and Paul Walker's roles have been reversed. Where at the beginning. You see, and Dominic is the man with the plan. He always knows what's going on. When he oh, go, when yeah, he's going gotcha. and doing his races, he's always the person. Everyone has respect sure. for him, whether they're racing against him or if they're part of his little clique. Um, and Paul Walker's character is this new guy who doesn't know anything that's going on, and Dominic has to take under his wing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like there's no way he's going to survive out here. And then at the very end, in that scene, those roles are reversed, where Dominic is panicking, and he doesn't, like, he's just kind of reaching out, like, give me your yeah. arm. And the guy who's hanging fr- with his by his arm is saying, like, I can't, I'm stuck here by my arm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Vin Diesel's character is, his only reaction is to keep saying, give me your arm, give me your right, arm. Like, right. He's panicking, and he doesn't have a plan, and he doesn't know what's going I, on. And then Paul Walker's character comes in and is able to calmly resolve this situation. In First, a, I'm going to leap from this car onto <laughs> this other car on a speeding highway. Then... Dom, you're we're shouting. Gonna we're going to need you to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Take it from a 10. Take that down to a 5 for me. <laughs> you're saying something, Rick. I'm sorry. In a different movie, I might could buy that, but it's like... This movie isn't about realistic reactions to things. Like this movie is about testosterone and insanity. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would agree. It, I mean, I would agree that right. that's a the lot problem. of this I don't buy movie, any of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like it's like half of this movie they really want it to be a, you know, huge super dramatic a super like an act like a legitimate drama movie. Yeah. Like you can see those moments in this movie yeah. that like whenever uh Dom is talking to Brian about his dad. Yeah. And then at the end like the final scene of the movie and you know like instances like that mm-hmm. where they're trying to go for the oh this is a drama action movie and this there's a lot to this but then they'll cut to something completely ridiculous like the fight with the like just the whole everything with the asian gang <laughs> all of that was completely <laughs> over the top and just like i don't it yeah. just didn't make sense yeah, the tone as far as like movie, what they were trying to do with the movie. Yeah, the tone of this movie is points. all over the place. <laughs> like it is it is at times like off the wall crazy and it is at times like no, we're doing a super serious crime drama. You really need to pay attention to us. Like it's crazy that these people are doing all this for VCRs. VCRs are super expensive, guys. 2001. Like that may be a truckload of them. That may that may legitimately be may legitimately be in 2001 something that's like super expensive. But I can't take it seriously. I'm sorry. That does date this movie real bad. Yeah, this movie. A lot like there's a lot of stuff in this movie that dates it really bad. As far as like, oh, like all the car shops and everything in there looks super old uh, like it's like oh there's nos everywhere <laughs> and all the product placement with oh, every favorite scene in what? the movie was when he was like I need NOS. My I fa- need NOS. And he's saying that while there's a NOS, NOS. energy drink yeah. poster in the background <laughs> that, way above his that head. That was great. My favorite part, though, was right as that scene ends, he goes, I need it. I need it tonight. And then the song that starts playing, it has this girl, like, moaning in a very suggestive way. So it just leads directly into NOS is sex in your brain now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of stuff in the, in the movie it makes it dated. So, like, you watching it now for the first time... Is it, hilarious. It's hilarious, and it's just like okay, 
Uh, yeah, I remember that time of the of the early 2000s where I knew people and dressed like people in this movie, and I'm really disappointed in myself <laughs> and my friends. <laughs> I didn't dress like anyone, I don't think, in this movie, but I wasn't cool either, so I can't really I say I won that one. <laughs> yeah, I was super cool. <laughs> I wore chains on my pants and see-through clothing when I was in grade school. <laughs> I, I wore jeans that were too big for me, but that was mostly because I couldn't find my size because I was a very tiny person. I cut the sleeves am. off of my Ash Ketchum shirt so I could be intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a, I, don't mess with me. I'll catch you. I had a wallet chained to my Velcro wallet. Oh, oh. man. Yo, get yourself a burger at Fat Moe's at the side of fries and a drink the next time, asshole. That is most long, convoluted, <laughs> like... <laughs> insult slash, like, yeah. What and, was happening there? Uh, I, that was the moment I was like, I hope the whole rest of the movie is like this because I'm never going to stop laughing. Try Fat Burger from now on. You get yourself a double cheese with fries for $2.95, faggot. But my experience was... Way different than yours, and even way different from yours, Binge, and you're an actual fan of the franchise. Pretty much once the racing started, I actually bought every plot detail authentically <laughs> after that point. I was How? like, I thought this was going to be like a three-star at best movie for me but i loved it i Why? bought everything that happened i was no, no, I super to, invested I'm not, like, I'm not i'm not like that's not rhetorical i want to know why? How did you buy into this terrible, terrible crap? I don't. Well, one thing I would say is I actually thought that the direction and the cinematography was. Well, the cinematography is not amazing, but the direction and the use of camera through the direction was actually, I thought, pretty good. Like the, for example, like the use of CG and that one scene we already talked about. That's an example of good direction because direction yeah. is when you choose out of the millions of things that you could look at in a scene and force the audience to pay attention to. You choose what they pay attention to by using the camera, the sound and how the actors are blocked and are responding to the situation to sort of go for a certain emotional high. And I felt like the director did a really good job of that throughout the whole movie. Yeah, when you're Maybe supposed to actually, pay attention to the cars, you're paying attention to the cars. When well, you're supposed to, you know, be looking at Vin Diesel's stony face, you're looking at his face. When there's lesbians making out, you totally see all of that, you know. Granted, He's very good I, at it. That stuff is definitely pretty regressive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time, like... Uh, it, it was sort of like a cheap cash grab. I don't necessarily <laughs> yes, <really> think. <laughs> yeah, I don't All necessarily think that that's the director saying, all right, for this story to be good, we got to have two Babes. No, just, see, that's the thing. The way this, tongue, the like, way this movie is, no. like, the way this movie is is set up, I one hundred percent believe that's exactly what he thinks. I don't, because no. in all honesty, as a huge fan of the older James Bond films, and even like the Pierce Brosnan era Bond films, mm -hmm. those films are way more saturated with that sort of like blatant sexism, and it's actually woven okay, into the story where you have to. Sort of get used to looking at women that way to buy the sort of ride that James Bond is on throughout the whole adventure. And this movie is not like that. You could easily cut that scene out and the drama remains. That's yeah, the, the difference. Terrible, so terrible I don't agree drama. with that. Well, no, this is the thing. Like, it's everywhere in this movie. 
every other scene has some scene where he has to pan up some ch some hot chick and just be like, okay, eh, look, here at, Race War no, no, here at Race Wars, there's scenes of that. At the race at the beginning that you were talking about with the CGI, it's there. At every other scene where we stop and it's like, oh, okay, hot chicks. Oh, okay, the Asian dudes have to bring their girlfriends to their crime thing. I think you misunderstood me legitimately. Because what I'm saying is that those are... For the most part, I can't think of any shot where it's woven into the narrative. It's simply like a cutaway where like, oh, there are babes here. It could have been a producer or studio decision. It couldn't have. It may it's, have been it's a set dress. Decision. It's set dressing for the racing culture. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're trying to. Exactly. Get they're them. trying to tell me how awesome all of these people are because how cool their cars are and how badass they act and how many hot chicks they have with them. Like it's woven into the series to tell you these guys are cool because they have hot chicks around them. But it's not woven into the crime drama, the family drama between uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker's characters. And I think that that's the actual foundation for the, quote, story that's bringing all this together. So what I'm saying is if you were to go through and edit the film and cut all those bits out, pretty much everything else is still there and you've lost nothing. I can fault the film for being a little sexist in that regard as someone who would prefer for all that stuff to be out of movies because it undermines women in general. But <laughs> it also can't be used to criticize the actual plot of this movie, I think, because it doesn't undercut it really in any way to me. So it's me, not really part of it. Let me let me make sure I understand. You're saying that this movie would still be as good if you cut out all of the action and racing and over-the-top stuff and just left the drama scenes? No, no, I think he's saying that if you no, take out you're the missing scenes me that you're talking again. about as far as like, oh, there's hot chicks here, and they do like the the obligatory like oh here's a here's a quick little shot the of all the cars the and the pan yeah. up of the legs and the pan of like oh look at all these hot women are here um that are here like if you take that out it's going to be the same exact movie that it was before that that all that ad like it adds practically nothing as then far as the it, movie goes then why is it there the director wanted it in there for some reason not necessarily i i'm not gonna buy like okay yeah the studio forced him to have a bunch of happens all the on time the scene. there I, are yeah. movies I just about like producers that buy, have arguments with directors like I that's don't the buy story that the guy who made this movie was really really set on making a great crime drama and this was what came out I, also not what i'm saying what i'm saying is if you theoretically cut those bits out the story as it exists in the movie right now would maintain the level of quality that it currently represents whether you agree that that's a high quality or not is irrelevant what i'm saying is that those elements they only bring down the film as a whole in a sense that it makes it sexist, but it doesn't bring down the actual plot. So you can't fault the story for that is my argument because it's not really part of the story. Oh, okay, I'm not faulting the guy who wrote the movie for that. Like, okay. Or the director. I, I will fault the director. He put it in the movie. I don't think that's a shared. Here's the thing. That's a shared responsibility. And we don't know those dynamics to prove. Oh, it's definitely the director wanting it. The director's main job is and this is sort of in service to your argument. Main job is to tell the story. But often 
producers and studio heads will tell directors, you need this in the movie because this is what sells. And directors will be like, oh, but that's not what I wanted to do. Uh, this happens in all sorts of industries. It happens in the video game industry all the time, where usually what they do is they build the system or the dynamics that the game has to hold first. The like if it's in a if it's an American RPG, this may lose everyone who's paying attention who's not a gamer at all. But if it's like a hack and slash game, they'll usually build those mechanics first. Then they have to build the story after that. But because they've already built these mechanics, they have to figure out how to way to weave all those mechanics into the story. And that can be really frustrating for the writer. It's very similar when it's studio heads who are worried about the money and the marketing and the director who's worried about the story. Sometimes the interests don't always align perfectly. Okay. Whatever. There is like very similar scenes as far as like they always have the huge pan over of like the race scene in every single movie and they zoom in on cars and some of the chicks that are there or women if I'm not trying to be sexist, or anything, but, but you understand what I'm saying. But they do that in every single movie, and it's kind of just like a, oh, well, we did this in the first one, and let's just keep doing that because we have to. I mean, to. It, I think it is definitely a big part of what the audience for this movie wants. Oh, I mean, almost certainly. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. that's why the studio it, put it this way. or if, the director. If the studio or director way. made that, whoever made that decision, they made the right decision. I mean, that's what's going to stick. The crime drama, as I understand it, is not what's going to stick to this series. It does. It becomes it becomes more based on the drama as as the series goes along. Really? The, the next so, story wise story story wise. Now, obviously, there's a lot. Obviously, more. there's always going to be the intense well, action sequences I'll, and the driving and everything when, like that. But it becomes less about look how awesome these cars are and we're souping them up and and the cars are more of a delivery system for the drama what, what i mean by this is less like you know that this is the direction the story will go and more um this movie thinks it is a real like serious actual crime drama what this is going to become or at least what it's sold as in the commercials from what i've seen is stuff like the rock flexing to like break open his cast it's going to become about the awesome, crazy, ridiculous moments, unless, it, no, from what it, I can tell, I think it's the both. selling point is not going to be the the well told character drama. Does well, that make it may sense? be one of those things where, like the the big selling point to get as many people in the theater as possible yeah. is what you're talking about, but the fans that they have built and they've had to have built fans because they've made seven films now and they're working on an eight. It has to be the story. And I'm I'm not trying to say this like it's a bad thing. I I don't, I want to be clear about that. Right. Like it's, they, they are doing something that's succeeding. It's a bad story. (laughs) I'll I'll say that much. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to hold on to that. Family. Oh my God. (laughs) Familia. Okay. Familia. But what I'm trying to say is that this movie is sold on testosterone and boobs and cars. Like, if you like those three things, come watch this movie. That seems to be what it is. And it's not like if you want to see tense interpersonal character drama between a cop trying to decide who, what side of the law he's on. You know, like, that sounds cool. If you're into that, come see this movie. But it's not going to be the biggest draw, I don't think. And and I I can agree that they use those things as the draw for this movie, right? Obviously, with a lot of the jargon they use at the beginning, they're expecting a large part of their audience to be people who are into the racing scene or at least care about cars. And from what I've heard, some of that jargon that they use at the beginning of the movie is... Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that's <laughs> garbage is, as it well. It is not real car jargon. But, what, but, what, but you, said, you said that you couldn't buy you couldn't buy into the characters because 
they kept presenting them to be these big badasses. And you're like, well, I don't I don't see those people as badasses. They're acting all tough. And I can't buy that. To a degree, yes. But but yeah, I, yeah. I, I would I would disagree with that. Taking the movie as a whole and the slight, although present, character development as a whole, where you say, okay, here here are these people who present themselves as badasses because they have all this testosterone and they can punch people really hard and they can drive really fast and they have really hot women, and then towards the end, when you see a lot of the more intentional. Emotional scenes mm-hmm. where you choke up there. Yeah. <laughs> just well, the more the emotion really got to me. Like, there was just this no. beat where I was like, "Is there frog in your throat, man?" <laughs> All right. No, no. So you you hear you hear Vin Diesel tell Paul Walker about his dad's death, mm-hmm. and you see them. You see their whole clique family get emotional about the one dude who drove away. Yeah. And then when he comes back, rather than be angry because now um, Johnny Chan is after them, like you see Vin Diesel like throw away the gun and come and he, and he, he legit, like I can buy that scene where he legitimately looks concerned for his friend. Well, no, like I, I do want to be clear about this. I'm not saying no one should find these guys badass. I'm saying that I don't. I see these guys and I see losers from my teenage years. But you might see this and see someone that you want to be. And that's fine. Like, I, I get the same sense from watching cartoon ninjas. Like, I'm not judging anyone on their taste. I don't think you I don't think badass. you have to want to be some. Oh. I don't think you have to want to be someone in order to be able to buy into no, that no. character. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is this does not appeal to me. I am not the target audience for this. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to, like, cast a judgment on the, the I feel judged right argument. now. I feel judged. Well, that's because you're a ginger. This is a safe space, Rick. Yeah. No. People can feel. Should feel. This is a safe place, okay? Everybody needs to feel safe here. No no judgment, okay? Calm down, I, Rick. I, I feel safe only when I can judge others. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, if, if you're into this, cool, that's fine. I'm just not. I can't I can't buy into the characters as they're presented to be who they are. I don't buy into the acting to, to sell me on the drama. I don't care about any of these characters. The acting is is subpar. I, I don't care nice. about any of these characters. I, I find it very difficult to buy into the story, but the action scenes are fun. After I, the first you know. 30 minutes, I, I literally had no complaints. Like, I don't, like, the first 30 minutes, it's so amazing. It's like a, a butterfly coming out of its cocoon in, th- like, a 30-minute time frame. What, it's like change there? Like, what what happened? It was, probably, it was probably the line because, where he's like, he was in my face. Oh, I'm in your face. Yeah, like. I love that part. <laughs> that was a great line. I, I mean, because th- that's the thing. Like, I was, you look confused. Is there oh, a technical there was, going on? You got a notification on your laptop that I'm using oh. to mix. And I just heard this <laughs> random, like, Okay, because um, I mean the thing is like there's there this movie only got funnier to me like because I could only take it less and less seriously, Man, and I want to know like you say like there's this thirty minute mark where like suddenly everything just flip flopped and I want to know like what caused that. I think, I think it's actually the moment I said it was that first drag race, but I just sort of liked it because I thought it was sort of fun. Yeah, uh, but. I think it's actually the moment when you're supposed to realize that Paul Walker is a cop. Yeah. Because all of the, as, as you know, Paul Walker, you mean the part with it the, wasn't the most amazing. You mean the part with the cops drinking the, the oh, ice man. lattes? That was great. <laughs> all right. Not after that point. 
<laughs> but like, oh, gosh, decaf. there's that scene with the cappuccinos, and there's so much froth. And I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't like order orange mocha fraps. You know, <laughs> like just like, can we get um? Let's see, uh, what's the seasonal like? Is there pumpkin spice this season? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just oh, you go from Coronas to that, and I almost think that that was intentional to a degree. Like, Wait, is the like Corona, is the corona supposed the to be like their their badass drink? And then yeah, it's sort of what losers. you hate about the movie that they're so <laughs> it's fake. It's the beer badass. company that paid them the most money to get in. That's what yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, pretty much, I, I think I just liked the setup. In all <laughs> honesty, I mean, I'm sort of a sucker for that. Like undercover cop and a criminal underworld type of story yeah, I like you know that too. Yeah. like it's on its bare bones level it's sort of similar to like you know elements of the departed which is a martin scorsese film or, that uh, i think is you know you can't argue against it or reservoir and, dogs you know it's also like yeah uh, reservoir dogs a lot is of, fantastic uh, yeah there's um, a lot of hong kong uh action films that are that are based on this premise so on the surface level, I was basically at a place where I was like, okay, I sort of like where I see this going. Basically, it's setting us up to put Paul Walker in a situation where he has to make a difficult choice between choosing the law and also, like, you know, choosing these criminals that he's inevitably going to want to side with. Because I know how this franchise goes. I know yeah. that they become really close friends and they keep going on all these criminal underworld adventures together. But I just really enjoyed the ride. I guess. Pun definitely intended, <laughs> I suppose. I guess a but big part the of the... Th okay, sorry. I, the other thing I would say is that, like, I think that the staggering of the characters throughout the film really makes it work pretty well, you know? The love interest, it's sort of a tropey thing, but I bought it. The fact that he's best friends with the leader of the gang, who's also the head of the operation that he's trying to stop, I bought it. Uh, I bought that there, that Vin Diesel has this sort of like troubled past, and you know he's scared of this car that we know is going to show up again. I bought it. I bought all the rival gang situations. It's a bunch of things where I feel like if it was set up even just like a little different, it just sort of like was a magic combination where it just <laughs> it all these things that I would normally find really cheesy in any other movie, I sort of liked in this one. And I think that a lot of it was just the confidence in it. They didn't do anything innovative, which is usually my gold standard for is this movie amazing, but it did everything else well. Hmm. And to me, that made it an enjoyable experience. And honestly... I'm just a big fan of any sort of climax that's going to be an adrenaline just rush. Yeah. And that truck scene, oh, yeah, I that thought was an adrenaline rush from start to finish. Oh, the, like, that, the truck scene. I'm, yeah, I'm the one you don't like. The, I, was thought, I thought you were talking about the drag racing. Oh, I, I like that too. That I drag like that as well. I will, I will 100% say that drag racing at the end was very, very good. I it was pretty the intense. It yeah. was intense. Um, I was scared again. And I think that in a world where this isn't a franchise, it's just a sleeper hit, there would have been a lot of moments where I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. I could have totally believed that Paul Walker might die. There are several situations where he escapes death and like, no, that's ridiculous. No one can do that. But I would also still be like, well, I mean, it, nothing's set in stone yet. He could totally movie, just yeah. get a bullet in the side of his head for some reason from a ricochet. I mean, you know, and the the drag race, like you called exactly how it'd plan out. Yeah. And at first there was this moment where like, oh, well, it, it turned out fine. And then like it, it that played out exactly like the car yeah. does yeah. hit instead him. Of, instead yeah. of and that train was hitting surprising. It as, instead like, of the train hitting it as I expected, well, it was but, a random semi truck. But again, you're expecting the train to hit it 
and then and then it doesn't. You're like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then I it mean, goes ahead. And that, that was it, exactly it, what we all did. It like, wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't necessarily I, the, specifically the, tr- but it wasn't the train that I called exactly. I was saying, okay, these are the beats that are going to play out. Like yep. he's gonna, his car is going to get wrecked. Okay, they're going to kind of have this perfunctory, oh, are you going to take me to the cops or are you going to let me go? And he's going to be like, no, I'm totally not going to let like do that. I'm just going to give you the car and have a pithy one-liner about it. Like, that's the thing. It's more me, than a pithy one-liner. No, it's, it's a, a good, really good no, no, callback to the it is, beginning. It is a legitimately very well done for what it's attempting to be. Like, it, it, it pithy one-liner is not a negative. I'm, I'm just saying it is a pithy one-liner. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Um, but the th- problem for me with this movie is almost entirely Paul Walker. Like, okay, there there are a couple of good character moments for him at the beginning. I like that he doesn't, like, instantly win the race and then suddenly earn Vin Diesel's respect. That would have been a bad move. I like that he loses that, even though he does pretty well. But you can tell he's incompetent about what he's doing, to a degree. Um, but after that moment, like, he's a non-character as far as I'm concerned. You say he has this difficult choice to make at the end. It's not difficult. He's got nothing tying him to that cop world. It's not as though that cop he keeps talking to is like his best friend. Like he's gonna have to leave that. I don't uh, get any. Uh, atten- I don't get any- he's still no. tied to it. Like, I, he's still responsible. But and- he's responsible, but you only feel that because he's got the label of cop. Like they yeah. don't build that up at all in the movie. They don't build it they up don't, to be a difficult choice. They don't make you it know like internally that it's a difficult choice because you've seen the chemistry he has with his new friends, but you haven't seen any of the things anchoring him to his old job. Exactly. You just know, okay, it's not. It's like, got to be tough because he's a cop. If, if he had been like, oh, you know, it told somewhere in there, like, my dad was a cop and I really wanted to make him proud. And that's why I became a cop. But he got shot in a very similar way to like the way that your dad got killed. And, you know, this kind of things. Anything yeah. to tie him to his cop well, identity think, other than the fact that he happens to be a cop. Like, there's see, nothing I, I there think, about and, and that. I, because the only times that the only times that they show him interacting with the other police it's always incredibly confident it's always confrontational yeah. absolutely no, I, like I, agree, I agree with you it no, does not I, feel like a difficult choice at the end the the lieutenant gordon character i he seemed to oh, be Baldwin. pretty familiar with par walker i mean like were, i mean at the had, end when he t- well, he he had a really good line actually at the is the last thing that character said to him when he was by the pool or whatever he, he mentioned something about family. He's like, there's all kind of yeah. families you have a tough choice to make. That did not speak to me as you need to choose yeah, being a I, cop. I didn't get, like, we're your real family. No. You know you have this deep connection with all us cops. You it don't actually have felt, this connection. It almost with- felt like like a nonverbal approval of him yeah, giving exactly. up being that's, a cop. That's, yeah, but I kind of like that, too. No, I, I, that's fine. No, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying yeah, I that... I mean, you don't have to... I'm, I can handle if you do think it's bad. No, no, I do <laughs> think this is bad. I don't think that specific moment or the, the interpretation that Josh just presented is a bad interpretation or a bad way to take it. But what I'm saying is if this choice at the end is supposed to be difficult, if I'm supposed to feel some level of tension about whether or not he's going to do it, I need something to tie him to his cop identity. Mm. And I have nothing to do that. He is far more invested in this family, far more invested in racing. That's all I get from him. I don't I, get anything don't, that makes I him don't care about with that, but I I just still find it very satisfying. Like I don't need it to be this huge source of like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna do. It was more like a, oh man, I really hope he does this situation. I also, I, I guess I could I can't get into that because I know he's gonna. There's no like I really hope he does. It's like okay, he's gonna do this. Well, There's no, I, well, question no in my but mind. you but you see earlier in the movie, like the movie is supposed to be built around 
we already know that he's a cop. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's what it's well, wait, set up as. Well, we don't well, find that out until like midway through the movie. So no, we're not. We're but, supposed to. But like, as soon as nah, it's pretty early. It's, it's pretty it's early. Not, it's, a, it's, it's about a third of the way. It's about a third of the way in. We have had a long time to get used to him. Like he's a huge fan of racing. It's after even the first drag race. It's probably well, the they're first trying to get the character set, and then they say. He is a cop. He is undercover. And so the the rest of the movie up until the very end is him basically fighting with himself of how far do I get in to this these group of There's this no group of people. Fight. There's never a moment where he's like, no, I should draw back because, you know, I'm getting in too deep with this family. Well, oh God, I called the family. They're on. They're my family. Oh no, no. He only gets mad about that because it didn't work. Like he's he's really hoping that it's not the Toretto's so that he can you know continue to be their friend and that they're the good guys. Exactly. And he can exactly. But complicates our situation exactly. with the Toretto's I, that are his family. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't. And I'm I'm what I'm saying though is specifically about his I what the decisions he's going to make throughout the movie are. I, you can tell them all from a mile away. There's, there's like never any question about what he's gonna do to me. When you, when you look at the movie, they do not build his identity as a cop. They build his identity to, they build it up to be part of this family. Yeah. There was never, there's never an established identity of this person through and through is a cop. If you like compare it to Die Hard, when you're looking at Die Hard, like I can believe that John McClane is a cop. Yeah. Definitely. But but nothing tells me that his character was a cop in this movie other than the fact that they said, oh, he's a cop and look at him talking to other cops. I, I genuinely feel like you could easily recut this movie, like just cut out all the scenes where he is talking to the other cops and make that final scene into, oh, he's just letting, you know, Dominic get, get away and he's taking the rap for them because he's a criminal, too. Like now, it, this, it's yeah, so easy. I'm not saying it wouldn't be more satisfying. I'm saying that his identity as a cop doesn't matter to him. But that's, then what's that's the point of bringing that up, though? Because if that doesn't change the satisfaction level, it's irrelevant, right? The story's I, still intact. I'm getting no satisfaction from it. It's not a good story. That's my problem with it. I mean, there has to be a reason. There has to be a reason for the plot for him to join this family out of the blue or this he really game. loves racing, and they're the baddest racers in town. That's a good no, enough I, reason I th- for me. I think the story would be fine. I think that there are certain scenes that should have been added, like something where it really, sh- like you said, where, oh, hey, my dad was a cop, and he got run over by a street racer, or whatever, like, well, where just, it shows yeah, some investment, just, like, why he's chosen this life as a cop, and why he's invested of, in yeah, that. I just want some type of character from him, and I don't have one for him. He's just main character dude. Now, I will say I like that at the end, once he hands over the keys, they don't show him then later, like at another barbecue with the family or anything. It just yeah. kind of ends with him waiting for the sirens and Vin Diesel driving away. I like yeah, that exactly. that's how it ends. And it doesn't do that additional. OK, now he's making out with his girlfriend at the family. Right. Because that would that would be totally wrong, because what does work for this ending is the fact that you can tell, oh, there are going to be very bad consequences for him. Yeah. Like he's going to jail almost certainly. But. Again, it just it doesn't tie into anything character wise. And that's what I would need to to really feel something in that final moment is to see, oh, you gave something up to let him go. Like it it, instead, it's just, okay, yeah, that is the decision you make in this world. This is the only available option. What else are you possibly going to do? You're not going to like let those loser cops get your friends going. He already gave up. He or you. We see him early in the movie already give up. 
Letty whenever he tells her, I'm a cop and I need to help your brother and his friends and I need to help you guys. And he's like, he's telling her this knowing that their relationship is done. Yeah, exactly. Like, but he's not, be, but he's be, not he's doing it. Up. He's not doing it out of saying I'm a cop. Like he's not doing it trying to trick her so he can go nab the bad guys. Exactly. He's doing it to save his friends. Exactly. He's, that's and, the difference. But, and he's, and to me, like the, the relationship that doesn't help because I didn't buy that they were really like in love or anything. They, were, they had like maybe two scenes together, barely. They had one good exchange, and where she like said love, like, Rick. "Yeah, exactly." There, there, I, I don't agree with that either. In, no, the, uh, in, totally in the back of it. a car shop. Yeah, exactly. No, there's only one scene where they're like actually having a conversation that I can think of, and it just ends with her spite giving him a date to spite the other guy. It's not that this dude's so awesome. It's that oh, that guy was a total douche. I'm gonna make him really mad by you know hooking up with Paul Walker, dude. There's nothing about him that sold her on him. Like, I mean, I would agree that in the real world, this is an unbiable romance. But in the movie, the way that it's presented to us is meant to feel authentic. And what? I bought it as authentic. I bought I, it every, as... Every scene that they're, like, in the same camera shot, you can tell that they're, like, that he is actively flirting with her, not just to get in with the family, but because he actually has a genuine interest in, like, yeah. trying to no, have a relationship all, with this person. All 30 whether, seconds of that? Okay. Cool. Well, they had, mean, they had the little uh, the bar scene or whatever at the beginning of the movie. They had, a, like... A couple it's him interactions with the hot chick. I don't get any like long lasting deep love there with the hot chick. He's apparently been visiting that shop for every day weeks. for three weeks to get the worst item on the menu. Just so she'll remember who he is. I don't buy for a second. That was about her. It was totally what? about it was about both. In the opening thing, it was no, no. In the opening thing, the thing that I got is okay. This guy's really into cars. I know these guys are really into cars. He wants to get in with this group. That's all I got from that. Well, then, no, well, then he wouldn't no, be going. He wouldn't be going to the I'm freaking sa- I'm the, not the saying, store every day. He would be going to the drag racing at night. I'm no, not and, saying that he isn't also interested in banging that high schooler. All right, that's not a part of what I'm <laughs> not, not saying there. Schooler. Not a high school. Maybe, um, maybe definitely high school. Not a high schooler. <laughs> Entirely plausible as a high schooler because I'm sure, like we saw her doing homework. She was doing taxes College. for the business. Taxes. It's, yeah, uh-huh, totally. W-2s, I do my taxes while I'm on my bed. Anyway. Referring her a, lease. Yeah. <laughs> Scantily clad. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it is entirely also possible that he just, like, I don't get any lasting relationship or deep love from them. It's just, okay, he hooked up with her. All right, whatever. Eh, I don't, no. there's nothing about this that says no. deep I think romance to me. If it was just me. a hookup, then there wouldn't have had... Any sex? of the you know you can have conversations sex. that the movie has what with What meaningful conversation like between the, the two end, of them? When they break up and he's like, everything I said about you is 100% true. When and he's I trying to it. sell her on, okay, take me to your friends so I can save them. Like, it's, I don't but, get it, but, no. But we don't, but throughout the entire also, movie, we wait, don't have. What was everything he said to her? I'll take you to that, that place you want that that guy mentioned cha 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 when they're at cha 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 and he said i was really just looking at you like i oh, really have a scene you stuff like that yes like, yeah because yeah. okay. you were on your phone taking notes. rick Meh. <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean i legitimately i think i think you mentioned the very beginning but. where he goes in and he's obviously ordering this piece of crab sandwich for the past three weeks and mm-hmm. he's been going in and is trying to get her to notice now you said okay he's obviously just trying to get in with these car guys well at the beginning we, we know because we've built it up that we've read the plot synopsis. We know he's yeah. a cop, but that's not how they're building it up at the beginning. They're obviously building that up as he's going in there trying to 
get to know her more. That's fair. I think if I had come into this movie just with with like just cold with no extra right. knowledge, that's not what I would have gotten. But because I saw from the beginning and the first thing when we locked in there, my eyes latched onto was not the hot chick, but oh hey look, it's Vin Diesel in the background. Like um, I I probably came at this from a uh, an unintended direction, so I, I'll admit that. Okay. But but like you can I me personally I can see where he is coming from like uh like the difficult decision at the end he's given up his relationship with her and obviously his friendships with everybody telling them that hey I'm a cop I'm trying to save you guys I'm trying to save your life and then he calls the co- calls an ambulance mm-hmm. which is that the being a helicopter intense. no yeah that scene said. was that scene was yeah. legitimately yeah. Intense. and so oh, he I like as he's Diesel on was gonna break but his that was face but in. that was it entirely sold on what Vin Diesel was doing. Nothing about what Paul Walker was doing was selling me there. He, yeah. he was just serviceable. I'm not saying he was well, particularly bad or particularly good, but it was all like 100% super intense hatred coming off of Vin Diesel, which yeah. was very good. So, but, but he gives that up like saying that he's a cop. So he's automatically well, saying like, I am already cop. given that up. Cause it's, it's not like his sister's not going to tell them that. Well, yeah, but he's not, oh. she's not going to tell him uh, like right there while they're sitting there with Vince. In front of the one He could at least get away could, from the guy who's no him. Beat someone half to death. I'm just saying like, I, I still don't buy it. Like I don't buy that. He's giving up this relationship. He, but he that is, matters, by, to, that by, matters to him. Like he is definitely giving up the relationship. But to me, like that just struck me as, okay, he's not going to bang the, this hot chick. No, he's I mean, the relationship as far as the whole every that whole crew right like, yeah. in <laughs> yeah really I, really josh <laughs> hey, what did josh say he said I, the familia <laughs> look I, I, I'll, I'll leave it at this i just i did not buy anything that paul walker's character did in the movie because he just had very bad main character syndrome he was there he existed it's, that's about it's it so if funny, you don't if you don't buy if you don't buy the main character then i can understand why you did not enjoy the film because enjoying most films kind of relies on you buying into the main character here's the thing though that scene that we're talking about that intense scene mm-hmm. i was gonna say like that is the only scene where paul walker's acting goes from like not good to pretty good because it's all in his eyes. Yeah, it is because definitely serviceable. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. see the way that he's projecting. He's using, you know, cop terminology, a sense of urgency. Yeah. If you couldn't see his face, all you would sense was just professionalism and a mm-hmm. sense of urgency. But when you're looking at his face and how he's going from Vin Diesel to the body to Vin Diesel to the body, it's there's a lot of fear there and i bought that he was giving up a lot in that moment because he knows what this moment means yes that moment to everyone that's good. around yeah. him that moment i will say very good honestly that that's moment, my favorite part of the movie spoiler alert don't, don't no, no not true i'm gonna change my answer <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I will 100% get behind that yeah that moment was extremely good and well done because the tension there was viable because what he was losing was the thing that they had built the entire movie around him caring about it was the climax where he gave up something he didn't care about at all for the whole movie that i didn't buy into so eh, it's still satisfying I, I can agree with you on that like again i mean we've discussed how it didn't really feel like he had any strong ties to being a cop so i can it, it, it the the emotional climax definitely feels more present when he's sitting there staring at a dying man and then kind of flitting eyes back to yeah. vin diesel who's only getting angrier every time he looks back at him like that, that, that music. That, what a missed opportunity it was when they cut away from that. Because it's like this, like this really just like mm-hmm. building orchestral hit, and then it cuts away. I need you back now to 
<laughs> the music in this movie like, yeah. no, is bad. Is awful. I hate every song in this movie, I think. Except for Ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule? Ja Rule? That was terrible, oh, no. too. Like, <laughs> man, I laughed out loud really hard when Limp Bizkit started playing. That was <laughs> That the, is true. Yeah. Like, that is true. Me and Rick so, can agree on one thing. He did laugh. Oh, it's yeah. Like the, yeah. The, I laughed at this movie constantly, just not at any of the things I think I was supposed to be laughing at. Everything I was laughing at was, this is either supposed to be super dramatic or these guys are supposed to be super awesome. And I Limp was just biscuit. laughing at it. Like, that's all I could do. Limp so. Biscuit, though. Oh, man. Limp Biscuit. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about the side characters and get you guys' opinions on those oh, characters because yeah. they, they are there. I mean, right, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't know any names. You're just going to have to be real descriptive about it. Right, them. no. Uh, Chainmail shirt guy. That's what? Vince. Vince? Vince? Okay. Yeah. okay. Thank you, resident the, the, Fast and Furious historian. You're <laughs> Vince the Jerk. What do you guys think of him? I mean, I believe honestly, I'm real surprised that just now realizing this, he did not betray the hell out of the nope. whole gang. I'm gonna totally say, what I thought was going to happen. I'm going to say impressed. best part of the secondary cast because he's he uh, he surprised me with that. And on top of that, like he has an actual character other than, mm -hmm. you yep. know, that, that is very clear and works throughout the entire movie. I like that. It's the he actually jerk. has the defined role. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's the jerk that we are spending this um, emotional climax over. Like, that's really interesting to me. Yeah. That's a really good the one move. who takes the hit that yeah. Paul Walker has to decide whether he wants to yep. like. Exactly. You know, Get the evac he, or do the safe. This guy route. has been a complete jerk to him the entire movie. He could just let him bleed out and keep his role as these guys' friends, but he chooses not to. And yep. I, I, I think that's a good, a good moment. I like that. Yeah, I hadn't yep. thought of that. That actually is a really good it moment. It's really good. Least favorite secondary cast member, Michelle Rodriguez. No! Man, she's so bad. She is she's so, so bad, bad in this movie. But no, she's not she's in the good. movie. It's not her fault. I mean, her. she has one... She's a very one-note character. She's the angry quote-unquote badass girl and badass and, Latina whatever. but I don't buy yeah. that in any of her any of the movies that she's in I just don't buy that for Michelle Rodriguez nope. nah, uh -uh. she's, she's cool. like this 90 pound girl I don't buy for a second mm. that she punches oh, out this she well no to be punch fair the crap out of you I bet any of us probably no no mm. she could not she, she could <laughs> she would bounce off of Josh and Ben she might could knock you out I'll give you that maybe, one. maybe uh, now but not oh. in this movie yeah not no, in this movie she is like 90 pounds of like frailty to me or at least the way about the a character actually being a high schooler, I'd buy that she's a high schooler in this movie. <laughs> yes, I agree with that completely. Like she, me and Chris are both she just shaking has our one heads look. Right she now. just no. glares Michelle, at everything, Michelle's and she big. glares and purses her lips. I like, think it. It. you I just think... like her because she played video games in that one scene. Yes, <laughs> that was no. cool. I, I think no. it was just old Forza. I think, I think the bolt. No, it was Gran Turismo. Thank you very yeah. much. Whatever. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh, is my face red? Do these two yeah. people do anything that is not car related just out of curiosity? Yeah. Anything. Barbecue. Barbecue. They, they make out with each other. That, that That's technically not car related. Yeah, they give each other massages. Massages. Yeah. Yeah. They Michelle eat food with their family. Barbecue no, with their familia. <laughs> They pray to car god. Oh, wait. Apparently, <laughs> that scene. I hated that. That was just that was that was that scene was a little rough. No, but I think that both of you guys are suffering from Michelle Rodriguez playing the exact same role in every single movie that she played in this one. I mean, yeah, it is I think a, this was her first major role. Um, as Congrats. far as she started, she started the role off bad. I well, mean, but but she but she carries that same role and she's cast to play that role in every single movie. And so I don't think it's both her of you fault. Like, she's she's just written that way. There's nothing else you could do with this part. It is just a very bad 
badly done part. I think I could I could buy I could buy her being a badass if she wasn't constantly aggressive. I think. Yeah. Because 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 the badass male characters are not constantly aggressive. Well, there are some. That, there are some that are. <laughs> What's his name? Vince. He's yeah. he's aggressive in almost every scene that he's in. Vin Diesel is, but you can buy it from Vin Diesel. I mean that that. But, but, but no, there, Vin there, Diesel. Well, he, does, he, does, he, does have, he does have a few. He like, has ten, he, has he has some few, tender. Yeah. He has I'll, some I'll tender moments. Yeah. But she is almost always incredibly aggressive mm-hmm. in in every scene that she's in even even in the scene where she's like getting spun out and flipped around yeah like instead of panicking and be like oh crap i'm getting flipped and might die she's like fuck right like, and she's it's, super pissed it's not an issue of uh, of a, a woman being aggressive i want to make that clear like that's not the problem i have there i don't it's have that problem. just that it is so one note every single instant that she's on screen she is glaring at someone time. angry all the time or trying to force something that's yeah. it that's all she does and that's just not interesting. I want to compare it to a movie that you haven't seen yet, but mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey is in the most recent uh, Fast and Furious movie that came really? out. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and she and I buy her as a tough badass woman oh, in is. in that movie <laughs> a whole lot more mm-hmm. because she is she is not constantly like just angry at everything. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see like she has a fight scene in the movie, and dag gum, like you buy it, you buy it a hundred percent. But I buy that I buy that character a whole lot more for her because I feel like she plays it well. Where she plays it as I'm a human being who has a, a gambit of emotions, and I'm not just one note all the time. Which yeah. is which is how I feel. Michelle Rodriguez plays all of her characters, including Letty in this film. Right, right. Do Do you guys have anything else to say specifically about Letty? I mean, it just didn't really bother me at all because at the end you of the day, into it. even chain shirt guy Vince, like he's the same way, and we're defending him See, no, because that's, of what happened. He's, he's to very him. Di- no, he's different. Like he he does have a very aggressive stance with Paul Walker at all times. That's true, but he also clearly has a lot of respect for Vin Diesel. He smooches him on the head. Act like it in the same way though. Like you could say, oh, like. He is glad he's back when he thought he was left behind. But in the same way, Michelle Rodriguez no, 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 that's not wants what I'm Ben about. to calm in that down. Moment, in that in moment, bedroom. he's not you know, glad. He's confrontational there for a second, but he backs down almost instantly as well. There's a lot of, there's a, at least more going on there than there is between I Letty. just really don't agree. I think they're on the exact same playing field. The only difference is what happens to those characters. And, and we see less of Letty throughout the movie. True. Vince, Vince is like the main counterpart to Paul Walker's what, character. What I would say is so that we actually see too much of Letty because we see her doing this same thing over and but, over again. But she if has we, the same stick over and over again. Well, but, yeah, but, but we don't, we we don't see, see necessarily see her doing things other than that. So if we, we see, would see her doing something other than being the bat, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're Vince, we see him doing other things. Yeah. Letty, well, we, we really don't. don't. No, we do. I, we see him hitting on the chick and not being a complete, like, 100% aggressive jerk about it. He's still a jerk, but that's just a personality thing that I get from him. He's kind to and respectful in a lot of ways to Vin Diesel's character. It's just this one guy that is coming into his territory that he is constantly aggressive for. It and just that, sounds like that we're is a thing I can buy for him, and we're not making concessions. No, I'm for... trying to explain why he works and she doesn't. He I does these other things; she does not do anything. Else. I know that's what you're trying to do. I just think that what you're saying is completely untrue because in the same way where you can say, "Oh no, he just he respects Vin Diesel later in that scene," you could say that Michelle Rodriguez is always aggressive, but then you have the moments where she's not aggressive. 
aggressive. Like, like when she's trying to help Vin calm down by getting him away from the party. Yeah, and by aggressively being like, hey, come on, screw me. Do me right now. Hey. Re- like 100% just like in his face. Like, no, you can't have this fight right now. You're going to go upstairs and, and just do me and massage me and stuff. Yeah, like, but she's just, how is that not? Because it's the same thing. She's being really aggressive and forcing her way on she's, things. A, you're over-exaggerating it. B, <laughs> She quick, wasn't quick being vote. That am aggressive. I am I over aggressive? Am I over exaggerating yes, her Rick, one You are over aggressive right now. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I'll I also say having so, seen. Yeah. I'll also say having seen later Fast and Furious movies, she still plays Michelle Rodriguez, but <laughs> you get to see a wider gambit of the role that she's playing. You see okay. a wider a wider cool. range of her emotion in some of the later movies, and I which I like don't that. think which I don't think you get in this movie, and which is why her character does not work for me in this movie. It, it, it doesn't seem fully fleshed out. It seems very yeah. one note, uh, one tone. All of the complaints you have are through no fault of her own. Yeah, I don't want to put this on Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, it is just says, a right. Hey, we're gonna character. we're gonna make her look like they're trying to match her and Dom. We know and we see Dom being. And like the most badass character in this entire movie. And they're like, well, he needs to have somebody to match him with that. Right. And And so that's what they're they're trying. And because she's not in the movie as much, they have to go over the top with it. And the in the scenes that we do see her, it goes over the top. And it's trying to show that easily had a scene with her and other characters. But the only characters that like if she had interacted with the sister at all in any way, like that could have been really interesting. We could have seen an entirely different side of her there. Doesn't she? Not really. I they I, I they, don't they interact briefly whenever they're eating, but other than that, yeah, there's not really well, anything. It's there. like that's another scene. It's like, yeah, it's really small. Wait, what does she do? But there? so are the small what, scenes what, where what Vince do? is doing stuff other what than she, being what aggressive. What does she do there? I mean, I don't remember in the same exactly. way. I don't remember the scenes where Vince wasn't aggressive. So that's what I mean by making concessions. I mean, it seems like we're looking for small bits that may may or may and not she exist. Had a small but the small bit, bits yeah, for Vince seem to be the same to me. She had a very small part. Like, I mean, so I have to look at the small bits and see what's there. Vince but had other other things happening. Vince? Vince had other things happening. Oh, That's all. Not, like, Vince I had a bigger part, so where it's easier for us to, like, pick out all the things. There's nothing against Michelle Rodriguez. I think they wrote her character poorly in yeah. this film. It's nothing against. Uh, uh, how many times are we going to say it? Nothing against Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. But I nothing against her. Michelle Rodriguez. But I don't like her acting. Normal Cheeto. Like, she's not overrated. Michelle Rodriguez is but, tall. But <laughs> I should have cast Danny Trejo. More than normal Cheetos. Let's That's move on. Opinion. Let's move on for just a minute to sad mousy dude. Uh, Jesse. <laughs> I loved his accent. <laughs> I like yes. Jesse. He, He's I, so pathetic. He, he said well, that in such like a. Like a cutesy way. Oh, I love Jesse. I like Jesse. Well, he's supposed to be like the, the odd one out. He's the pitiful kind. puppy dog that gets exactly. kicked all the time. Like, that's yeah. all exactly. he's there to he be. He even gets shot in the end. Yeah. Just he's like all spoilers. dogs in all movies. <laughs> all dogs like, go to heaven. And he's another of these characters that I, I like, when he gets shot, I don't care at all. Like, oh, I cared. I care a little bit because I see that, that Dom cares, but I don't care at all that he got killed. Like, that doesn't bother me. Oh, man. That's because he was so terrible scared person, in Rick. that moment. He really was. He basically could have been a dog, I guess. Yeah, I guess. like if you had replaced him. <laughs> but the in dog's all, everyone's favorite character. <laughs> if you'd replaced him with a dog. every character in That's, I Am Legend, who was your favorite character? Will Smith. But, no, no, <laughs> the dog. The dog, the dog, man. No, but that's the thing. You know like the dog. That's the thing. If you'd replaced him with a dog, I legitimately would have cared more about his death. I, and that's I, sad. I cared in the way that if you, like, given no context, say you see someone who's obviously terrified and then something bad yeah. happens to them. Like, okay, 
without the context, I care. I care a bit. Like, obviously, I don't have the backstory for them to really contextualize all of it. But I still care. Oh, wow. That, you know, that's an immediate emotional response to yeah. say, wow, something bad happened to this person. And I, I had that for him when he died. I was like, oh, he was so scared. And now he's dead. But then. I immediately shifted attention to what was happening with Paul Walker and Vin yeah, Diesel. Exactly. Yeah, you can because that's the important part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, no, this terrible thing happened. And you like, oh, okay, Dom and them are going to, they're going to go and take revenge on those two guys. And then you completely forget everything that just happened. Yeah, you don't ever, you don't ever care about the fact scene. that he's dead again. Like, like right you after. miss him later in the yeah, movie. Yeah, well, even the chase scene that happens immediately after. You're not saying, wow, I sure hope they kill those guys because they need to get revenge for murdering that guy. <laughs> exactly. It's, I hope they kill those guys because they've been the bad guys this whole movie. Exactly. Uh, I disagree. I was actually in a very vendetta-like <laughs> mode. In there. I was, no, I was. I was like, you no. killed wait, them. Wait. So, you so butt faces. I know you stole money from you, but... <laughs> get out. At, get out. At, wait, wait, wait. Just out of curiosity, at the beginning of this podcast, did you remember his name before we said it? No, I didn't exactly. remember. Honestly, I don't know Paul Walker's name. Brian. Brian. Brian? Brian. Yeah. The only... Slifner. I was about yeah. to say... I was sincerely about to say that Vin Diesel's name was the only one I remembered and that it was Stiletto. That was a 100% <laughs> something I was legitimately about to do. Didn't remember the names to any character in this movie. I think it's sort of a lame way to Donatello. subjugate me on eh. that regard. I don't remember names. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, it, 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 there was nothing about that character that made me care when he died. It was just, oh, okay, yeah. They, I, they I would say, a in Josh's scenes. point, like, the only reason I cared was because I really bought, like, that fallout of that situation that character got in, and I just sort of had pity on him because I could tell how scared he was right. and in how how tragic it is to get shot down in that moment when you're your most vulnerable. I, I don't know, I I don't know if I'd say, say tragic. I, it, was, it is objectively tragic. I feel it like may not have it, felt tra heavy, but it was meant to be tragic. Tragedy so isn't. Is. Well, I, I guess I think of tragedy as, as something different, like an undeserved thing. And he definitely, does, in a in the world that they are in, deserved that because of what he he ran away. He didn't accept the consequences of his own actions. He chickened out on that bed. You know, he quote unquote deserved it. If that I, makes sense. I, mean, I mean, in the sense that he had consequences coming, yes. Yes, I think those consequences I mean. are drastically disproportionate. I, I definitely agree know? with that. So, but I'm just saying, like, in the criminal world that he's in, yes, this is the response yeah, you're going to get from expected. that guy. Yes. Well, like, in the but, criminal world that they're in, Vin Diesel essentially says, we have to find him before they come kill. Like, everyone's yeah. expecting him to die because exactly. of what he's done. <laughs> if you're paying attention to this movie, you're expecting him to die the moment you see him. Like, he nah, is, he does not fit with this crew it. at all. He is the loser. Okay. He's not, we're no, supposed he's not to the loser. He's the kid. He's the one we're supposed emotionally resonate with so that when he dies you know it's supposed to matter and it I just didn't, didn't think it was going to happen straight I, up not even a hint I, I was like oh so they got the quirky mechanic the I moment, thought that was going to be the full the film. moment yeah. he showed up there at the end I'm like oh, okay he's going to die so that these two when he pulled back yeah I'm just saying like there, it's just at that point it was rote it didn't matter to me because I knew what was going to happen like, I, I, mean, I, I think he I think he acted that scene well I think he acted that scene well like I believed the terror that he had when he got out of that car sure yeah I don't have an issue with that and so then, and so then, when he got gunned down in that moment of panic and terror, that was tragic. I would say that it could have been done a lot better by setting up the consequences before well, they were reaped. I like, will actually say moment. that they did a very good job of doing that by showing how 
freaking terrifying these this Asian uh, yeah. gang is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys they are did. monsters. They did, but in the moment for the drag race, it's so fast what's happening. It's like, oh, what? He's racing? Oh, what? He's racing who? Uh, what? Okay, They're racing yeah. for how much money? If they had spent a little more time building that up, like yeah. having them talking on the sidelines like, hey, we should race. How much money? He's like, well, you know, I could probably, I could probably go for this amount, and then maybe the Asian guys, they, that, yeah, what we, is their name? I don't feel comfortable just saying the Johnny Chan, Tran. Tran, Johnny Tran is, is the, that, uh, okay, that's the when main he, bad when, guy. Yeah, the they have bunch. a dialogue. He's like, well, let's go for this amount. It could really get you that carburetor you want, or something. <laughs> like I don't know. Or, or, no, even, yeah, or like, even an establishing scene there at the race wars, where you see like a different gang member going up against someone who doesn't want to pay out, and then just their whole crew descend and almost yeah, kill the guy. That would be yeah. that would and, work and really well. Someone has to step in, and that person pays up and barely escapes with their life. Yeah, setting it up that way to say, "Oh wow, they take these bets like life or death, life right. or death." Because seriously. the only thing that we've really seen thus far is like this guy show up to uh, when Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are getting away to just, you know, be like, oh, okay, I'm going to shoot up your car now. I'm not actually like, going to kill you. You're on our but turf. Get off our it, turf. Exactly. Yeah, it, and then there's also the moment. But it doesn't feel connected to the yes. race war, really. I, I agree. They talk about it a lot, but there's no moment to really let it congeal. Yeah. You know, when we were there, I was mm-hmm. like, it took me, I, I was actually later, I was like, oh, that was the race war. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about. I mean, the, the, whole time. Like, the only that's reason. That's why he's so scared. I was yeah. thinking of something totally different. I mean, the, <laughs> the only reason that they're there is so that they, at least this is the implication that I got. I don't even know if this is ever said. The reason they're there is so they have an alibi for when they can, you know, go off and do this whole. Well, I think the race wars is legal drag racing. Yeah. So that they can actually go to this event and find and have a, you know, thing that they can do. I think we should go into final thoughts. Agreed, everyone? Yes, I agree. Fine by me. All right, cool. Uh, How about I start off and we'll go around the table and end with Rick because Rick will probably uh, have a pretty dynamic reaction (laughs) to the movie. Honestly... I thought it was really awesome. <laughs> I was like, everyone, including Fast and Furious fans, had told me the first movie is terrible. The second one's even worse. The third one is like also garbage. And it doesn't actually get great until the fifth one. Fourth one's just okay. You know, it's like that's sort of the expectation I had where I had to go through this workout of the first six hours of Fast and Furious material before it became decent. But, man, I don't know if it's just my low expectations, but I was sincerely surprised. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I loved all of the action movie hijinks. I liked the dynamics between the characters. I would say that for the most part, yeah, most of these characters are kind of skeletons. But I buy the situation that they're in, you know, where it's not so much about the inner dynamics between the characters, which is ironic given the theme of family throughout the franchise. But I, I bought the setup, and I really enjoyed uh, where it took us. My favorite scene was definitely the truck race at the end, them doing, like, all the call signs on their walkie-talkies as they're trying to do these maneuvers around the truck. It didn't all really make sense, but I bought that it was, in the sense, exciting. Like, I found it exciting. I was fearful for all the characters. I honestly, maybe because I don't know which cast members come back or not, so I wasn't actually sure if people were going to die or not either. Um, so there was that element of mystery and suspense that I really appreciated. Um, honestly, this is going to take Rick off so much, I but don't, I don't care. What I, got, <laughs> I don't like, care what you say. <laughs> I got more of an, 
emotional high during that chase scene than at the end of the Road Warrior. I thought it was way more exciting, and I was super into it. But I don't know; it's just very well constructed throughout. (laughs) All the uh, every action scene I thought was pretty intense. All the race scenes I was really into as well. Um, I definitely think that the worst part of the movie, and it's also my other favorite part of the movie, is this the slew of terrible one-liners <laughs> in the first 30 minutes. It's like they wrote the last two-thirds of the movie first, but the first 30 minutes, there was like the end of their process. They It was Friday. They had to get home for the weekend. There's like, just get something on paper. Just get the intro. We haven't written it yet. We just have all these setups for chase scenes. <laughs> and it's like the the yo, go to Fat Moe's next time. Get yourself a double Big Mac with chia and some fries and maybe some onion rings on the side before you come back here. Don't forget your orange smoothies, I, sucker. Like, I can't. I cannot so decide if I really want him to have ad libbed that. Or if I really want that to have been what the guy wrote down. Totally the like, later. I really, totally the I re- No, no. I really kind of hope it's ad-libbed because I want to hear the things that didn't make it into the movie that, they, that he <laughs> like ad-libbed. Like a montage of just everything he said. <laughs> yes. Yo, why don't you go home and check your refrigerator before it runs out the house like you're going to do when I beat you to death. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Get yourself the new big slamming platter from... Captain D's is fantastic. I recommend a shrimp before you come back here, sucker. I mean, Captain D's nuts. Oh! oh. <laughs> and then the Man, crowd just goes. The mic so bad there. That was, I really, really want to see in the in the script. Crowd goes oh. <laughs> crowd goes oh. Um, yeah. I so at the end of the day, I I don't know. There's no again what I said earlier. There's nothing innovative about it. So I can't raise Fast and Furious as being this revolutionary film, but I can say that I thought it did everything as well as it could have, not just concerning its budget, but concerning that it required creativity to be successful. And I think the fact that it launched a franchise is worth saying, you know? It's easy to say, oh, just because you sell a ton of tickets doesn't mean it's a good movie. Look at all these terrible movies that did the same thing. But that's not always true. Sometimes you have a film that comes along that you know, it may seem on the surface level really bad, but underneath that, there's actually some good construction that's happened there. Um, so yeah, I Twilight give this happens. movie four out of five uh. muscle cars, which for me is so much higher, like <laughs> drastically higher. Like I cannot uh. say how much higher for rating that was than what wow. I was originally thinking I was going to give it. Wow. I was thinking it would be a three at most situation. That's basically an eight out of ten. So that's me. <laughs> I'm super excited right. for Too Fast, Too Furious. Gosh. I hope it isn't actually Too Fast and Too Furious. <laughs> Your turn. That might explode. Well, I, I've said it before in, in previous podcasts, but the way that I judge and rate movies is on how much I enjoy it. I think it's easy to say, okay, this movie was good for these qualifications or this movie is bad because of these reasons that were easily we're, we're, we're e- are easy for us to point out. But in the end, the way whether or not I'll say something's a good movie is on, did I enjoy watching this? Did I have a fun time? Or did it move me emotionally? Like, 
the way that I felt when I watched it. Fast and Furious is a fun movie to watch. I, I really enjoy watching it, especially with friends where we can laugh at the things that are dumb and make fun of the cheesy acting in parts. Um, my favorite scene, honestly, is the scene where Dom is getting into his muscle car for the first, into like his dad's muscle car for car for the first time. He has his shotgun, and um, Paul Walker's character kind of pulls up and tells him to freeze before he goes off and starts murdering people, mm. essentially. Uh, and the reason that I liked it the most is I like several parts of this movie because they're funny, but I feel like that's that's the scene that for me is acted the best uh, by the different actors. Um, that's the scene where I really buy the different emotions coming from the different actors. When the squeaky little mouse guy comes pulling back in and comes out looking terrified, I believe that he's terrified. When Dom is brandishing his shotgun at Paul Walker, I believe that he's mad. And when he sees his friend finally pull up, I believe that he's relieved like i believe all the emotions that people are putting into that scene and so that that's my favorite scene um gosh least favorite scene i know it's tough it's, isn't it it's, it's tough it's tough for me because <laughs> the worst scenes in the movie are the ones that i have the most fun like making bad jokes at so <laughs> it's hard to say that's my least favorite scene because that's just more opportunity to make fun of it um honestly i have to say probably the part where they're sneaking through the uh the Johnny Ch Johnny Chan's warehouse Tran Johnny Tran's warehouse racist. it just seems it seems slow um I feel like <laughs> oh, it is a little racist <laughs> Johnny Chan shut up <laughs> shut up Chan. race wars I I feel like I feel like it's a slow moving scene that takes longer than it has to and that there were better opportunities for them to kind of show the ruth the ruthlessness of that clan other than them beating up one of their own fences hmm. like I feel like if they'd saved the time there to show him and his gang being ruthless at race wars then that would have really pumped up the believability of their reactions to different things later in the movie. Sure. Uh, and so I feel like that scene is just kind of a big chunk of dead time. So that honestly, that that's my least favorite scene in the movie. Um, overall, I really enjoy this movie. It's obviously not perfect. There's a lot of flaws to it, but I, I really enjoy watching it, especially with friends getting to laugh at the crappy parts of it and enjoy the parts of it that are better. Um, I'm going to give it four out of five muscle cars. Of this movie and this franchise, I really enjoy this franchise um, just because it is enjoyable and it gives you it gives you a bunch of action and all that stuff that you you know it, and it doesn't necessarily take itself too seriously at times because of okay. be, at times it doesn't take at, yeah at times like when it comes to the action sequences it doesn't take itself too seriously because a lot of the stuff that they show is obviously not possible and you will see that in some of the movies coming forward but it, it's an enjoyable movie. I enjoy watching it. It's a movie that I can always come back to. And it's like, okay, I enjoy this movie. This is a good movie to watch because there's nothing else to do. Um, so <clears throat> that that's sort of where wow. I would. <laughs> what, if you don't have anything better to do, watch Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, oh, man, I haven't seen this movie in a while. And so let's watch it again because mm -hmm. it's fun. It you know, And it doesn't, it's not like super in-depth or anything like that. It, it, is, it is what it says it is. And that's what I like about it. Um, I would have to say my favorite scene is probably the drag race scene at the very end. Um, just like the whole, like as soon as he sees Dom driving away, like, and they catch up and then 
when he's just standing there, that whole sequence at the very, like the last like minute and a half, two minutes of the movie. That is what I like. I enjoy that the most just because you can see, you can see the struggle and it's like emotions on both Dom's part, as far as like, he's finally getting to race his dad's car. And he is like, you can tell that he's nervous because he knows he also has to get away. Hmm. And so that I enjoy, I enjoy that part. And that that would be my favorite scene. My least favorite scene is everything at race wars because they talk it up at like throughout the first part of the movie as it's as it's this this, some great thing. And then it ends up meaning nothing. I don't know about nothing. I mean, it is does what is what leads into the climax. Well, it it definitely doesn't feel as weighty as they let it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel as weighty as it's meant to be. Right. As all the characters we see what two one one race two races there and then it's done it, it definitely feels smaller than it you feels yeah it, it feels smaller and it feels like oh well i guess this was supposed to be the climax but then we added the cop stuff and so mm. we're gonna have to get cut this short i would have to say like that's probably my least favorite scene of the movie um i would give this uh four out of five <laughs> muscle cars as well um just because like it's enjoyable movie and I know I and like it has rewatch value to me because it's not anything like super difficult to understand and all that stuff. And so it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's in, like you can just come and watch it at any time. OK, fair enough. So that everything that did we miss anyone? You. Okay. you. This movie is terrible. I don't like it. There is like almost nothing in it to like. It's really, really poorly constructed. Things like Race War are there, but they don't mean anything. Characters are there, but they don't mean anything. Um, There's a few decent scenes in there, I guess, here and there. um, But for the most part, it is awful. Um, I I laughed at it a lot. I guess there's that. But I will never come back to this movie. If I never see this movie again, it will not make my life any worse. Had I never seen it, it would not make my life any worse. I mean, if you enjoy it, cool. That's fine. I I don't judge you for that. There's a lot of movies that I, I... enjoy despite their terribleness um but you know there's there's nothing for me here i don't buy into the characters i don't care about cars it's just it's not for me so there's uh, family here yeah um so my favorite scene is definitely the ending i think that the ending um has a lot of uh it has is pretty well done it's it's pretty well built if it was built on a character that i liked that I thought worked better, it, it would work. D- define, but, define where you're starting the ending from. from uh, the final drag race between Toretto and okay. uh, Paul Walker. Um, Brian O'Connell? Yeah. No, O'Connor. it's like sl- something. That's his fake Yeah. Name. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not a good movie. It's, it's not particularly fun for me. If, if you're not into cars, if you're not into this type of thing, I don't think it's going to be for you. I mean, it, it might be, it really might be like, cause you know, these guys are not into cars and so it's, it's not their thing, but this just isn't a type of action movie that I can get into. So, uh, anyway, my, my least favorite scene is basically everything else. Um, if, if <laughs> I, you're just motioned to <laughs> all of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Uh, okay. I'll pick one. Um, the NOS scene at the beginning that we talked about, it's really dumb. It, it was the moment that I realized, okay, I can't take any of this seriously at all, even a little bit. So, yeah. Um, as far as what I'm giving this, um, I was like initially going to give it a two and a half. Um, but the more I've talked about it, the more I realized how bad this movie is. It, this movie gets one and a half white bread, sam- white bread tuna sandwiches with the crust cut off. So, oh, good yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Anyway. Good callback. So, um, good callback. Yeah. I think we're done here.
Yeah. Yes, they did. I gave yeah. it four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All three of us gave it four. Gave, yeah. gave it four. Rick's just right. the one that's wrong. Yeah, Rick <laughs> is the wrong one. Yeah, we, yeah. I think you know. we're all. This is America, and the majority rules. Yep. The majority so, rules. Rick yep. is wrong. Let's vote. Yep. All, all right. right. Yep. Three oh, out of four wow. ain't bad. Three out of four doctors Rick, agree. Rick's vote? wrong. <laughs> it's kind of weird. He abstained. I mean, you're kind of out of the group that way. I think if he abstains, that makes it unanimous, right? Yeah. It's unanimous. Yeah. That works. All right. Look forward to fast two. All right, come back for Too Fast, Too Furious, to podcast to uh, more than two people. Uh, I think I think I, th- I think that's <laughs> enough. See you two later. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our discussion today. Uh, if there was a particular individual, maybe myself, perhaps, or Josh or Benj, probably not Rick, though. You probably aren't siding with Rick, given that he's the outlier of the group. But we want to give you the option to support Rick if you for some reason, really want to, even though he is clearly wrong, you can go to www.opinionatedpodcast.com. And if you click on the link for The Fast and the Furious, you'll see where you can find our movie review to share with all of your other friends. And at the bottom of that page, there is a poll where you can vote for Rick for whatever reason that might be. I certainly don't understand why you would, but you know, you may have some other reasons. Maybe he he paid you. That might make sense. Uh, whatever your reason, vote for Rick if that's your inclination to do so. Or, you know, be sane and vote for me, Josh, or Binge, who liked this movie. But, hey, the power goes to you. Power to the people. That's what this podcast is really about. And last but not least, and, you know, if you like what you're hearing here, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a positive review on iTunes. It really makes a huge difference and means a whole lot to us. While you're at it, if you have any suggestions for us, or maybe there's a movie you would like to hear us talk about, why not send us an email? Go to opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com and shoot us whatever you like. Shoot us any sort of question and we will answer it. Uh, Perhaps you would like to know what our favorite historical event was, or maybe you just want to know what our thoughts are on a potential Garfield universe being created by Warner Brothers or whoever owns Garfield now. I think that if that were to happen, they could really take down the MCU with some really creative uh, spinoff series, maybe maybe an OD movie. We'll see. What the world really wants right now is a normal spinoff movie. Am I right, fellas? Am I right, ladies? Prove me right and send me an email asking this question. I am intensely curious to see if anyone else is demanding this. Please. Please. Send us an email. Rate us on iTunes.